Let's keep the basketball conversation going. We'll just switch it up a little bit from the NBA to some college basketball by welcoming Mike Glennon, the voice of Queens men's basketball, to the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Good to talk to you again about some Queens basketball. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, we're getting ready for a big game against Bellarmine tomorrow, that's for sure. Uh, That's one where I've had multiple people in the office ask, hey, when is Bellarmine coming into town? Because they want to see the basketball not hit the floor once in this offensive set that they run. How crazy is it watching that program? And then especially when they're playing against a team like Queens that gets up and down the floor as quick as anybody in the league. You know, it's going to be very interesting, that's for sure. And I, I was able to kind of watch what they did last year in the A-Sun, and I think that different brand of basketball definitely caught some off guard. And, of course, it led to them going on and winning the conference championship. Didn't get the automatic bid, but uh, definitely a change of pace. But like you said, with the way Queens runs up and down the floor, it's going to be interesting to watch because with that passing first mentality, it slows it down a bit. How does Queens react to that defensively? But, of course, how do they all of a sudden switch right back into that offensively? And that is uh, a riddle that Grant Leonard is going to have to solve, and I do not envy him, that's for sure. Yeah, that tip, is, uh, by the way, is going to be at 1 o'clock tomorrow here. So go check it out. If you like fun basketball, that's what the A-Sun is. That's what Queens basketball is, and it's been that way for quite some time. And it's even proven to be true as they make that jump to Division One, Mike. You got to call games for the Division Two level, and now as they enter their first year in Division One, I've said it a million times, and sometimes people roll your eyes, like, look, they're not going to believe a D2 program can get to D1 and really compete. That's exactly what Queens is doing. Not only are they competing, they're in the middle of a conference that also welcomes kind of historic programs when you're just talking about the last 10 years, like a Florida Gulf Coast. We all remember Dunk City and what they did. Bellarmine really got a lot of eyeballs last year. And here's Queens right in the thick of things in conference play. If they lose, it's usually by like just a couple of buckets here and there. What have you made of this transition to D1, Mike? Well, and you mentioned a couple of teams there. And then, of course, funny enough, the 10-year anniversary of Dunk City this year. But uh, that being said, I think that's one thing that has definitely impressed me with watching this team this season is, yes, they knew going into this year, making that transition, it's a different caliber basketball, not to take anything away from the Division Two level because they face some of the best mm-hmm. game in and game out at Division Two, But definitely going into this season, how are they going to react? How is that going to transfer in? Of course, bringing back the nucleus of this team that has been so critical to the success and has made this the winningest program in the state of North Carolina at any level over the last better part of a decade was crucial going to this uh, new level. And like you said, besides two games this season, every loss has come by single digits. And you can talk to Grant Leonard, you talk to any player on this team, couple different decisions, couple different calls go their way uh, as opposed to the opposite. And all of a sudden, they're in a 20 to 23 win season right now. So I think uh, they surprised a lot. And one thing I love about Grant Leonard is he loves this team to go out and play with a chip on their shoulder. Since day one of the coaches poll and the media poll, the A's done, they were picked 13th and 14th respectively in those polls. Those have hung in the locker room. They continue to do that today. 
despite being one of the top six teams right now in the league. I mean, yeah, you mentioned some of those losses that they've had by double digits. One came against Nebraska, by the way, on the road, yeah. and one came in, like, what, their fourth, fifth game of the season. It's been a long Correct. time since they've lost by double digits. And these games have been so fun. We know the style. That has pretty much been adopted by Grant Leonard from Bart Lundy and, the, uh, Bart Lundy and those two guys have been coaching together for quite some time. I did want to shed light on a premier player here in the area people might not know about. Kenny Dye leads this team in points per game, assists per game, field goal percentage, and he has been someone that's going to set just a million records during his time here playing Queens basketball. Mike, what has he meant to this program? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I have enough time to talk about how much he's meant to this program. You know, you look at it and you and I, Walker, were talking about this last night in the game. With him in the starting lineup, they're 111 and 27. I mean, just let that sit for a minute and understand the kind of value he puts uh, to this roster and to this team and this program. Like you said, he'll leave here with the game's played record, game started. Um, he's top 10 in scoring, top two in assists. Uh, I mean, the, the accolades go on, but I think more importantly is the kind of mental prowess he brings to this game. One of the smartest players you'll see at any level, no matter how long you watch this game, that the quote-unquote basketball IQ is just through the roof with Kenny Dye. Uh, and his patience is something that, honestly, I wish I could apply to my own life uh, in terms of the patience. But, I mean, he is just never rattled. Doesn't matter what happens in a game, they could be down 40 or up 40. He is always the same amount of locked in, and his patience is just, invaluable to this team and you know it's one thing grant leonard is a huge analytics guy but he will be the first one to tell you he doesn't care about analytics when it comes to kenny die because kenny die is the mentally and emotional uh, the catalyst for this team in terms of whether they win or lose and uh, he is involved in every single play and rightfully so and mike west bryant here and talking about his running mate aj mckee both of these guys averaging around 16 points per game just talk about them as a duo and how much they've been carrying this basketball team this season, what they bring to the table. Well, you know, I'm so excited for AJ watching him come out of the shell in terms of offense this year. He's always been one of the most tremendous defenders in the nation. Uh, last year, Division II, pound for pound, best on-ball defender in the country. This year, carried that over, but he also unlocked that scoring. I mean, both these guys are North Carolina State champion high school players. Both of them were very highly prized recruits coming to this program. AJ is just such a steady offensive presence this season and has been such a compliment to Kenny of Kenny not having to do everything himself. It gives him a, an ability to rack up those assist numbers. I think the thing that has impressed me most about AJ is it's not just the amount of, or the ability, I should say, to shoot the jump shot, but he is fearless when he attacks the bucket and just goes constantly in and out, can make some of the most acrobatic shots you'll ever see. Uh, and funny enough, he is the only player, and that includes the likes of Darius McGee, a guy that will be playing a lot at the NBA level, I would imagine, over the next few years. Uh, he is the only guy in the A-Sun Conference to score in double figures in every single game this season and just shows you day in and day out why he was so prized as a recruit and uh, why they continue to have him out there in the starting lineup. But it's just been amazing to watch him come out of his shell offensively and really can hit it from anywhere on the court. Yeah, you talk about hitting it anywhere on the court. And they have four players that shoot 38% or better from three. As an announcer, does it make you excited just knowing that the way these guys can shoot, they're virtually never out of a game? Uh, absolutely. And it's, it's none has been, you know, it's one of those things that Division Two 
they were they were usually up a lot in the second half. Never really had to play from behind. This year, though, they've had to play from behind a lot in the second half. But that's the thing. They were down in the very first A-Sun game, down 16 points uh, in, in to Austin P. Came back, won that in the second half. Same thing goes. We look all the way back to November the 7th in their first game against Marshall. Now double digits until about 10 minutes left in the second half. Put it all together. And that's where that defense really starts to come into play as well. When they tighten up as a squad, defensively, they absolutely wreak havoc. In that Austin P game, they held a team that scores 75 points a game to no points for over 10 minutes in that game and were able to come back and win. So, yeah, the ability to shoot, another guy that you know we talked about time and time again, you talk about shooting the three ball, you have a big man who stands six foot eight, over 220 pounds, and B.J. McLaurin able to shoot it well over 40% from three-point range. And then Chris Ashby, a big-time get this year from the JUCO level, was number two in the nation in the JUCO level last year in shooting the three-point shot. He's been invaluable in terms of coming off the bench and shooting the three, but in the absence of a guy like Gavin Raines, B.J. McLaurin is allowed to stretch the floor a bit and step back beyond the arc, shoot the three, but he can also rebound as well. Queens is a lot of fun. Go check them out tomorrow, 1 o'clock, tip time against Bellarmine. And by the way, that program, it, it's true. They don't dribble. They just pass it all <laughs> over the place, and then Queens is running back and down the floor. It's a lot of fun. Kenny Dye sees some of these guys that have been so good for quite some time. And we appreciate Mike Glennon, the voice of Queens men's basketball, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I'm excited about tomorrow's game. Mike, I'll talk to you then. Me too. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate the time.